Welcome to Building Teams with Teams & Co, where we explore how leaders can empower their teams, achieve ambitious strategies, and deliver exceptional customer service. Views expressed by guests are their own and may not reflect the views of Teams & Co. If you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Hey everybody, welcome back to Building Teams with Teams & Co. We are in our fourth season and super excited to have the founder of Soul Liberation with us today, Surya Woodrit. Welcome, Surya. Hi, Tracy. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. No, thanks for being here. Can you tell our listeners where you're joining us from? Sure. I am joining from Philadelphia. Awesome. We are, um, we are covering the United States with our coaching um, features this month. So okay. we are really excited. We actually have a few international guests, too, who you know. We had Carmen and... Athena from from Bath UK so we're we're excited to be having so many different uh, locations represented. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so super excited to be here. <laughs> well, thanks for being here. We um as we've talked to our listeners about, we're talking about coaching. Um so usually on building teams with Teams and Co, we talk about, you know, knowing your customer, defining your strategy and building great teams, which we'll we'll touch on a little bit today. Um okay. but mostly we want to talk about coaching because um we met in the Hello7 coaching certification program. And um, as we launch a new coaching program at Teams & Co, we wanted our audience to also hear about different types of coaches, different focus areas of coaches, right? Like we do team coaching and leadership coaching, but obviously that's not, that's not all that happens in the coaching world. So maybe you could tell us a little bit about the kind of coaching you do and who you uh, help support in your uh, business coaching. Sure, um, absolutely. So um, my coaching is uh, a bit unique because um, I am an alignment coach. Um, I focus more on women entrepreneurs who are looking to align their business with their, you know, divine gifts, their values, their essence um, to build their business. So my approach to coaching is more so making sure that what you are actually selling or who you're servicing is um, in alignment with who you are. That's awesome. Like, what is the what are some of the conversations that kind of come up in that kind of coaching? Like, why would somebody reach out to you and say, like, what are they typically finding a challenge with or kind of how do they how do they get to you? Great question. So normally what I hear is that, you know, I'm not sure if what I am actually offering is something that I want to do or it doesn't it doesn't feel right. Something is a little bit off. Um, and that's what I hear a lot. Um, sometimes with entrepreneurship, um, we think that we want to actually do certain things, but once we start to do them, we do not want to. <laughs> we want to run far away from it. So um, it's really getting to know who you are at soul level, if that's what you choose to want to know, because I can help you with that also. Or if you just want to um, kind of talk about, you know, what you stand for, what your values are, how you can implement that into your business framework or the services that you are offering. I am able to do that as well. That's awesome. I think about it um, when we start our engagements with leaders, what we do first is like a visioning exercise, right? We say like, hey, what do you think you want out of your career? You know, how do you think your career fits into your overall life? You know, when you think about leadership roles, do you want to lead a big team? Do you want to lead a smaller team? Like we have all these questions that we ask leaders to understand 
kind of how are they thinking about their leadership journey? Are they thinking about it in context of staying in the corporate ladder for a long time? Like, do they eventually want to leave? And, you know, it helps us understand obviously where they want to get to uh, and where there's maybe some gaps. And it sounds like you're starting from a similar place. So when you're having those conversations with folks, you know, how do you find that conversation helps the rest of the coaching process? Well, normally up front, when you have that conversation about, you know, what it is that you want to do and how that makes you feel, it drives the whole coaching conversation. Because at that point, I will know up front, okay, you don't like to do this because, and this is the area that you do want to venture in because it's, you know, it could light you up or, you know, the transformation that you're Um, potential client is going to receive, that actually drives the remaining pieces of the coaching um, sessions. I love that. I feel like once they have that knowledge, they can be so much more successful, right? Like if you feel like if you're like, you feel misaligned with the work you're doing, Mm -hmm. you're probably not going as fast or doing as well in it as you could be if it's something you're super passionate about. Absolutely. Like you're repelling it at the same time, right? We can't be in that same polarity of wanting and desiring, but not wanting and desiring (laughs) at the same time, right? It's either one or the other. And you're not even going to show up in your business, um, you know, authentically, if you are just doing things that are not in alignment with, you know, the end goal or who you are as a person. Yeah, no, I, I imagine it'd be very hard to sell something. I actually always say this, um, people have asked about the companies I've chosen because my previous life before owning my own business was in marketing. And I chose very specific companies to do that at because I found it impossible to sell something I didn't believe in, right? Like, I think that if you're going to out, be out there talking about something to a group of people, you want to believe in the product and you want to be able to, you know, have that resonate with some part of your life, whether it's the values the company shares or the quality of the yes. product or whatever it is. And uh, it sounds similar to what you're working on with folks. Absolutely. And once you find that and once you are in alignment with that, everything is so much better. Yeah. You're you're happier, you're more creative, you're able to, you know, help your clients see the bigger picture now because in the beginning they can't. They are looking for ways to just stay afloat in some cases. Yeah. Um, but once you're able to get them into alignment, they're like, Oh, I can do this. Oh, and I could possibly do this. Like you start to see them light up in so many different ways. And that's the fulfillment that I get, you know, allowing you to see who you are, who you really are, and what you're capable of doing in your business. And then we go into how do we build your framework? How do we build that feeling of where that excitement is coming from in your business? Yeah, no, that's that's awesome. I think like there's so many paths, right? And I think we all are, you know, kind of have at some point chosen a path, maybe because we wanted to go down the path or maybe we just thought it was the quote unquote right path to take. Um, and I see that with leaders in corporate America too, right? They're like, well, if I want a promotion, I have to lead a team. And sometimes they really don't want to lead a team. They're like, I actually want to be really good at my job and be an individual contributor. But in order to get promoted here, it seems like I have to lead a team. So I guess I'll do that. And we try to work with organizations to find different career paths for people, right? Like how can you take a more strategic role that maybe has dotted lines or cross-functional work, but not direct reports for those people who don't want to take on, you know, leading a team, right? Because that's a hard Mm -hmm. thing. And if you don't want to do it, like... 
you're not going to be as, you know, potentially good at it as somebody who really wants to do it. Um, Absolutely. Sort of thinking about that, the, the word that sticks out to you and, um, you know, because I'm a consulting geek, I always love talking about a good framework. And I heard you mm -hmm. say framework. So when folks are thinking about, well, you know, I think I'm a little stuck and I don't know if I'm loving what I'm doing and I'm all about this vision and alignment and all these things that Surya is talking about, but I have no idea what a framework is and why I would want it. <laughs> what would you tell people? Oh gosh, that's <laughs> such a good question because when I mention framework, most like, what's that? Like, I don't even know what that is. Um, so what, how I actually explain the framework is we really take the product or service and, and I'll stick with service because I guess that's more, um, you know, in alignment with this call is that looking at what you are actually offering right now yeah. and we break that down into, you know, what is the transformation that your potential clients are going to receive? OK, and once you know that, then how do we get our clients to that transformation? What do you need to to show them, to coach them on in order for them to get to that goal of transformation? And then also now, what are the action items that the actual client has to do to also get there, right? So coaching isn't just about an area where we just like talk and, and, and we like, we do encourage you and all of that stuff, but it's work. You have to take action. And I'm very clear with my clients with that. In order to do this within your framework, you have to also allow your client the space to now have that accountability to take action to receive that um, transformation. So we go through each pillar step by step so they can understand how they will get to the end goal <laughs> with also using, you know, what what lights them up, like the alignment of the actual services that they chose to provide to the world. I love that because I think one of the things that we, when we're working with small uh, businesses a lot and even big businesses, honestly, I have not met an organization that doesn't have this challenge is oftentimes we try to be everything to everybody or we have 92 priorities when we should really have like three or four things that drive our success. And as I'm listening to you talk about frameworks, I just love that because it gives people kind of, you know, some, some guidelines and boundaries of like, okay, well, is this going to provide that transformation for my client and who's my mm -hmm. client? So they're not trying to be everything to everybody. They're trying to deliver something super specific to a very specific group of people. Is that an accurate yes. way to look at it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And then you find things along the way right. as you start to kind of process this and brain dump it out. You start to know, oh, OK, I can I can add this. I can add an additional step here because this will also help within a transformation. Yeah. So just having it that that visual of where you're going step by step, not just you, but the client as well. It makes the whole process exciting. And then when you're finished with your framework, you now know exactly who you're speaking to. You know, if you are looking to post on social media or to get out there or just to tell the world about who you are, right. you have a framework to talk about that. Everything that you are going to speak about is within your framework. So there's like no guessing and deciding and who am I and who am I talking to? It's like right there. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that's a, such a valuable tool because, you know, entrepreneurs always make a business plan. And the best thing that I've ever heard said about a business plan is, you know, it's outdated from the day you make it because you're always constantly trying and, you know, testing new things. But a framework can 
can be static. It can be the thing that you always orient and it kind of helps you filter. So rather than being like, I must take this exact plan of these exact actions, a framework is more like, hey, we're going to test some stuff and we're going to see what works, but it's all has to tie into this one framework or else will be off track. So I like that as a tool yes. for ongoing use. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's an amazing process. I mean, it's a pillar actually in your business. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if, you know, you don't have one, I would highly recommend that you consider getting one, you know, for anyone who's looking to step into entrepreneurship and, you know, they have this gift or um, they have a desire to do something. I would definitely start with your framework. I agree. I mean, I mean, uh, obviously, folks often hear us talk about our three pillars of our framework, which is, you know, defining that exceptional customer experience, making sure you have a clear strategy, an ambitious strategy that can help you deliver that, and then empowering your teams to be able to execute on that strategy, right? And so whenever we're working with clients, we know exactly what we do. Um, and if somebody comes to us and says, hey, can you help us build an accounting process? I'm like, no, no, we can't. No, we can't. We can help you build an effective accounting team as mm -hmm. long as they know accounting because we don't know accounting, <laughs> but exactly. we don't do, we, you know, it, it helps us sort of understand where we can be helpful to our clients. And it, it avoids those situations where you start saying yes to things that either you're not passionate about or you're not great at. And then your customer's not happy either because they're like, oh, well, I was hoping you were going to solve my challenge. And Right. <laughs> right. And that's where the resistance comes in, Sad, because yeah. it's like, okay, you are forcing yourself to really show up in a way where you don't want to show up in that way right. because it's just not in alignment. So speaking of that, how did you get to starting your business? Like what was the kind of the, you know, the turning point for you to be like, you know what? I want to be an entrepreneur and I really want to do this kind of work. Oh my gosh. Such a great question. So Soul Liberation was definitely birthed out of some things that had happened in my life to, you know, just open up my eyes to know that there is more out there. There are people out there who are experiencing some of the things that I experienced, um, you know, just through loss of a family member and just all kind of things that was happening. It mm -hmm. was just like a wake up call for me to say, you know what, there's more to life than you know, just the mundane things that we do. Um, so I started into energy healing work. I've always been an empath since a child. So, and I kind of turned it off and then it just got louder and louder. Mm -hmm. um, so I started to explore, okay, what does this look like for me? And as soon as I did that, I started to see a different life for myself where I was able to serve other people. So I started doing Reiki, became a Reiki master. Cool. Um, I work with a lot of energy. And then I started to go a little bit more deeper into soul work, Akashic record work. And that just really took off. So liberation just really took off with that. Um, and then I started coaching. And I didn't realize I was coaching. Um, there were my clients at the time were like, how do you like, how do you do this? Like, why is this so flow? Like, do you write it down? And I'm like, I'm in alignment. Yeah, this is what I'm called to do. Um, and when you are in this space is such joy because you're able to bring other people along. So um, once I really started to understand, like, oh, okay. This is a business. I think I need to <laughs> start this business because I am helping people and I really enjoy it. Then I, um, you know, Soul Liberation was birthed. 
I love that. No, it's a, it's, it is one of those things that when you realize what you want to be doing versus what you've been doing, it's so helpful. I think about that with my journey. Like I, I sat down and I, you know, left corporate America. I knew I wanted to start a company. I wasn't really sure about what, and I took a trip and I just started writing down all the things I loved about certain jobs and all the things I did not love about certain jobs. And like, I never wanted to do it again. And mm -hmm. I kept coming back to all the things that most people I find don't think are exciting, right? Like I always loved the upfront part of building a new team. So when I would be like, promoted to director or vice president, my favorite part was diving in with the team and getting goals and rewriting job descriptions and like doing all these things that we we always joke about on this, like, don't sound that interesting to everybody. But I'm like, but everybody knows what to do. And then like, once everybody knows what to do, we can go so fast versus, you know, yeah. trying to skip those steps. And the times that I've been in situations where we've skipped those steps, that just doesn't go as easy. And I was like, I just want to help other leaders get all these things kind of in a row, right? Rather than, mm -hmm. I don't know. I always think about like, I know what it feels like to run to like nine meetings that are like back to back to back to back. And mm -hmm. you like have no time to do anything. And you're like, how am I going to fit this in? And it's only through other leaders that were really great who showed me that I learned. And I think that's like what like a coach does, right? Like a coach and whether it's a, your leader in an organization or, you know, a coach at Teams & Co or you as a coach, you know, in Soul Liberation, it's, helping people find the space and hold themselves accountable to creating changes that can really help them be, you know, more effective and more aligned going forward. So. Absolutely. I love it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Have you, like, what's the worst? It, it really makes me so happy when I see the transformation. It's just like, oh my gosh, look at you. Oh my goodness. And then you, you get to celebrate together and it's just like a beautiful thing. Yeah. And, um, that's just where I thrive. That's what I'm I'm all about. Yeah, you can tell. I mean, you can tell how much you just light up thinking about all of your clients' success, which is which is awesome, right? I mean, as a coach, you have to be invested in their success and uh, yes. you can you can tell it's a it's a clear passion for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about you you? Like have you how, what's been your experience like turning to a coach and sort of saying, "Hey, have there been a time that you're like, you know what, I've got something I nearly need to work through as a business entrepreneur or, or in another, you know, like maybe your mindset or something that you, you turned to a coach and you, you thought that it was really a, you know, a helpful situation? Yeah, absolutely. So, wow. Another great question. Um, I, when I was coaching, well, coaching prior to, you know, becoming a coach, mm -hmm. I really felt like it was like a done for you kind of a thing. And I said to myself, I said, no, I have to, you know, learn myself, you know, the, the framework. What am I supposed to be actually doing as a coach? Because I felt like I was like doing, I don't want to say too much, but I wasn't allowing my clients to actually take action on their own. Right. So I said, let me, you know, try to find a space for me that could help me understand how to be an effective coach in a way where, you know, there are, you know, guidelines, boundaries, you know, all of those kind of things. And some mindset stuff did come up for me as well, because it's like, you know, well, you know, is anyone going to work with me when 
they find out that, you know, now I'm going to like a coaching program or something like that, you know, all those things come up um, and try to kind of, you know, deter you from sticking with the goal. But at the end of the day, I just, I knew that if I was able to, you know, tap into that additional information that I would be a better coach for my clients. So I just took the leap of faith and I went through it anyway. And it totally, you know, took off. Everyone was still happy for me. Even my my clients that I had already, they actually, you know, are still with me. Right. So, you know, it was definitely worth the journey. That's awesome. Yeah. So that was one of the things I learned that was most valuable in the coaching program was, you know, like asking yourself, like, what proof do I have of this thought? Right. Because I think we all tell ourselves these these stories that are just stuff we've made up in our head that isn't really true. Um, mm-hmm. And I had that I had that question going into coaching. I was like, well, you know, do I need a coaching you know program? Because, you know, I'm a consultant. And the thing that I always came to was a little bit of what you're saying, which is I wanted to help people find their own path. Those are the moments I loved the most. I I volunteer um, as a mentor to startups in a a few different organizations here in North Carolina. And I love those situations because you're actually not allowed to consult. Like your job as a mentor is to ask a bunch of questions and help the person figure out their own path. And I found that during the week, I was loving all of those interactions because It was so much fun to see them get to a spot that maybe I wouldn't have thought of, but really worked well for them. And I was thinking about it and thinking about leadership. And I tried to think about all the people who I learned from in my career. And a lot of it was that questioning and that, you know, the like, well, why did you do this? And why did you do that? And what about this? And how do you think about this? And, you know, after a few years of being a consultant, you get used to laying out people's strategy and doing the research and being like, here, here's a plan and let me help you implement the plan. And the coaching program was a really good way to help unwind a little bit of that to leave some space and room for that learning opportunity that I just, I love so much. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Totally resonates. (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting too. I find like my favorite thing about coaching is like you get into some conversations and you think it's going to go in one direction. Then all of a sudden, like a half hour later, you're in a completely different spot. You're like, I have no idea how I got here, but this is amazing. (laughs) Right. It's amazing. It's amazing conversation and you get, you get so much out of it anyways. (laughs) So it's just like, okay, let's, let's go ahead and ride that out. (laughs) I love coaching. I absolutely love it. I mean, it's, it's the journey for me, you know, and that's why, you know, I have like the journey begins within because once you know what you want, you know, that journey start, it starts, you start to be on this roller coaster ride, right? Because it's not always straight, it's ups, it's downs. But when you get to the end, it is so liberating. Yeah, It's like, I did that. I did that thing. (laughs) It's like so powerful, right? And it just, it's just a good feeling. Yeah. And I think that there are, there's so many new and different things that come up that you don't expect and you don't know where they came from. And I, I find this with leaders I work with. They're like, wow, I didn't realize I had taken on this entire thought pattern that I don't even know where it came from. And I just have it and it's been blocking me. And mm-hmm. those I just find are just really fun moments. Like you say, it's a little bit ups and downs because, you know, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, um, you know, and it happened to me during the coaching program too. Like you don't realize all the mindset stuff that you have and, you know, just talking through with somebody else who can guide you is, is really important. So. Right. And it just pops up right, right. out of the blue. It's just like, oh, here it is. And I'm like, Ooh, 
why am I feeling this way? Yeah, <laughs> It's like I am uncovering some things here that I didn't know was sitting here with me. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and that's when your your squad, right? Yeah. Your, your group of other coaches, they come in and, you know, you have these meetings and these conversations about, you know, are you going through this too? Oh, wow, this feels good. And I'm not the only one in the room that's feeling this way. 100%. I mean, we hear that from leaders all the time. And, you know, like I said, like in our squad, we always talk about that. But, you know, I think with leaders, it's always like, when, and I know you work with entrepreneurs. It's the same sort of thing. It's like, well, has anybody ever else gone through this? And it's like, yeah every leader ever actually like these are just common <laughs> things that when you <laughs> when you take on these new roles or like entrepreneurship right like we all you know sometimes like, like am i doing it right or am i doing it wrong and you're like no you're not doing it wrong that's just just part of the process mm -hmm. of being an entrepreneur <laughs> right yes and the art of letting go yeah was like the best thing for me once i realized that okay just let go. This is what you want to do. This is the action that you're taking to move towards it. And whatever comes up, comes up and just let it be yeah. like, don't try to alter it or, you know, resist it. Let it play itself out because there is something there for you to learn from. Yeah. hundred percent. So when you think about like, if somebody were to look for a coach, what would you sort of say, maybe not like specific topics, right? Like they might know the topic, but like, what are other, some other qualities that you sort of think people should look for in a coach or how would somebody evaluate choosing a coach? Like what is that thought process for you when you're, when you're selecting a coach? Yeah. Um, I would definitely go with a coach or look for qualities in a coach where they have actually been through some stuff. <laughs> like they had to have had, you know, some type of journey themselves. Yeah. We all do. Right. And I'm always interested in that. I'm always interested in knowing, okay, like, well, what was your path? What led you here? So yeah. I would, you know, say to double check to, you know, look at their, you know, all about me or bio page or just something where you can get to know them a little bit deeper yeah. um, than just the service or the type of coaching that they provide. Because all of us have a story and it's something within that story that will resonate with you where you will say, okay, this is the right coach for me. Yeah. So for me, it's more intuitive um, mm -hmm. because once I'm able to connect that way, I'm like, okay, I'm able to now open myself up to be receptive to that type of coaching. Mm -hmm. um, I really don't recommend um, for you to select a coach where it's just all about the driving factor of um, what you get at the end, mm -hmm. um, even though the transformation is there. But if everything is just solely based on, you know, you might have this lifestyle or it's like this element or that element, I like something a little more authentic. Yeah. No, I love that. I mean, and that's how I try to think about it too, is, you know, what I, has that person gone through what I've been through? Um, you know, it's one of the things that we talk a lot about at Teams & Co is, you know, our team is, you know, obviously we, I've built a company, um, you know, we've sat in those leadership roles where you're accountable for something, right? Like you talked about that in your story where you had certain things that you had gone through in life that make you really qualified to help other people go through those things. And mm -hmm. I, I love that just because it's nice knowing somebody, again, my journey and your journey, they're not going to be our client's journeys, but at least there's that understanding of like, I get how hard it is, right? And so hopefully with that, then, you know, it, it, it opens them up a little bit more to share, hey, this is, 
hard. Um, I found that to be the best learnings I've gotten from coaching. When I can open up and say, hey, I'm really struggling with this thing and have that level of vulnerability with my coach mm -hmm. to say, this seems really hard. I actually get more breakthroughs versus the days I go mm -hmm. and I'm like, can you just tell me how to do the super tactical thing that I'm trying to get done, right? Like it's, <laughs> it's the day where I'm like, actually, I'm not really good at that. And I don't know why I'm not good at that. And I don't know why I don't want to do it, but I don't want to do it. Like, let's talk mm -hmm. about it that I find I get, you know, a, a bigger result. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. I totally agree with you. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, tell us a little bit, like if our listeners are thinking, Hey, you know, I want to find uh, Saria and I want to learn a little bit more about soul liberation and, and, you know, the kind of programs you have. Can you give us a little insight into what they may be, where folks would find you? Where would they learn more? Sure. Um, so you can find me at soulliberation.org. Um, and I also have um, something I'm very excited about. I do have um, the crystal clarity sessions um, that I am actually presenting with everyone on the world in the world um i just actually launched it and in these sessions it's beautiful because we will walk through exactly like who you are what do you want to do what is in alignment with you um so it is very customized to where you are within your business today mm -hmm. and then once we kind of flush all of that out we go right into your framework Let's create your framework or redefine your framework based off of the things that we discussed and we discovered about who you are and what you would like to do. So it is a very customized session, but it allows you to actually be yourself. Tell me who you are. Share that with me so that I can help you scale your business. That's <laughs> awesome. So I recommend everybody to take a look at soulliberation.org. We will also put that in the show notes. Um, and if you've been following us on social media you've already seen those links in the in the pre-show announcements but check out soulliberation.org and uh, learn more about uh, Saria and her work I'm gonna have to go there myself and learn more about these packages Saria <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> I am uh, I'm lucky enough to, to call Saria a member of uh, our collective squad we all there's a few of us that meet quite regularly and uh I um I consider myself very lucky that uh that you take my phone calls on a daily basis. So. <laughs> I love it. I learned so much from you as well. So, you know, just having our space where we can connect is is it's valuable beyond measure. <laughs> it is, and we are working on something else. So we'll uh we'll keep you posted. We like to do a little teaser every once in a while on these on these mm -hmm. uh podcasts. So uh, you all will be hearing from uh, Saria probably again in a different context on building team with Teams & Co. So stay tuned for that. And uh, Saria, today, just thank you for joining us and, and sharing more about your work at Soul Liberation. Thank you. Thank you for having me.